Thank you for joining us today on the Annex Podcast, hosted and presented by the Building Christian Fellowship. At the building, we build our faith, hope, and love in Jesus by having a real, relevant relationship with Him. And what better way for us to get closer to God than to learn more about Him through His Word? We pray you enjoy this message. And I thank you right now for your presence. I ask you to bless us with your presence, God. We need your presence right now in our homes, in our minds, and in our hearts. God, I pray right now that you will heal us and set us free. God, we dispense any fear, any anxiety, any torment, because love knows no bounds. And we thank you for your love that you have shed abroad in our hearts. We say that we surrender to you, to your will. Have your way today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Somebody just give God a praise right where you're at. Praise God. Praise God. I was met this morning with the grace and goodness of God. And I just want to say thank you openly to my Heavenly Father that He has poured and showed His love not just in me, but through me that he has given me another chance to stand on this pulpit. But not just to be in this pulpit, but another chance to be a father, to be a husband, to be a grandpa. And I thank God for that. I'm I'm trying not to get in my emotions right now, but I just am so grateful I am so grateful for everything God has done in my life. I don't deserve it, but I thank you. So good morning, everybody. It's good to see you. My eyes have been crying all morning and and worshiping God, and and, and I just want to say good morning. Did I say good morning to everybody? You guys are just going to have to be, you know, it's been a while, and, and it seems like it's been a long time since... I've been on this platform. No he estado en la plataforma un tiempo. See? And don't get me wrong. I've kept at the altar this whole time. I've been on my knees. He estado en el altar de rodillas. See? I've called upon him who is exceedingly and abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that works in us. I've had some hurdles here recently that I've had to jump over. Algunos obstáculos, hurdles. Pero esto no ha sido nada comprado con las gracias de Dios en mi vida. 
but these hurdles aren't nothing compared to the grace, la gracia, that God has shown me in my life, in my family's life, and in our ministry's lives. Gracias por tu gracia, Señor. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God, for your grace. Thank you, Lord, that your grace is sufficient. Tu gracia es suficiente. It makes me think of that old song, Amazing Grace. How sweet the sound that has saved a wretch like me. I was once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I see. It's weird how we like to hear all these songs, Maverick, and we hear other people sing these great worship songs, but it's something different when you hear the old hymns and start to see how God has blessed you in your life and how he has poured grace upon you. Now, some of you haven't noticed yet, because of the stroke that I've had, I developed a condition called phasia. Phasia. It's called a speech, it's a speech disorder. It, it causes me to stumble, stumble and stutter. But I, I, we sat and we talked with our elders, and one of the things that some of the elders said, it's like, it's a stutter But guess what? Moses had a stuttering issue. But God still used Moses. Sometimes your mission may seem a little bit different, but God still is going to get you to the place he wants you to be at. Amen. My mother literally always said I had a speaking problem. Mi madre siempre me dio... que hablo demasiado. She said, I, I, I used to talk too much. <laughs> And people, Pastor Kyle always said that I could talk a head off a mushroom. Amen. Me gusta hablar. Me gusta hablar con extraños. But honestly, you guys, today, I just want to speak to you just from my heart. I just want to tell you what's been going on with me. I've been wanting, I want to share some of the things that God has revealed to me. And, but before I do that, I want to let you guys know things have changed. If you noticed already, I'm not the same. And when I'm saying that, don't feel sorry for me. Listen, don't feel sorry for me. I said things aren't the same. Because of the stroke, physically, I may not be the same. But spiritually, I'll never be the same. I need you to hear this. Because sometimes we get so caught up with what is happening to us that we miss out on what God is doing through us. I haven't been myself since the stroke. I, I stutter. I am constantly at a loss for words. It's hard to focus. Matter of fact, when, when Pastor Donna was praying, I wanted to pray with my wife to, to have communion with her. 
but because of the stroke, I can't focus on what anybody else says. So when Donald was praying, I couldn't pray because I, I'm hearing Donald. It, it's, it, it's almost... It's, it's also almost okay for me to, to lose my focus, especially if I'm watching something on TV. That gives me an excuse not to hear everybody else. If you got But it is hard for us to, hard for me to focus. And sometimes I lose my patience with my wife and my children. And I want to apologize to them for that. And with all this stuff that's happening with me, you guys know that I still have a heart condition that I still got to deal with. I also have to, be a, I have to be a pastor. I have a church to run. I have a wife who needs her husband. I have children who need their father. And I have grandchildren that need their tata. And with all these things in my life that I have to look after, I have to remember the assignment that God has given me. Listen, I cannot ever forget the assignment that has been placed upon my life. Now, don't look at me as pastor. I hear you talking about an assignment. I'm trying to get you in my shoes to understand that God has given you all an assignment in life. The assignment that God has given me supersedes my role of husband, father, tata, and pastor. But the assignment God has given me is that all men shall repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus for the forgiveness of their sins, and they will receive the Holy Ghost, according to Acts chapter 2 and 38. That's my assignment. Everything else is a distraction. My heart condition, my stroke, all that is a distraction. Yes, it's a part of life, but it can, can be a distraction to the assignment and the mission that God has placed in my life. My assignment, or better yet, and I keep saying it, my mission requires hard times and suffering. I don't know about you, saints. I don't, I, I don't know. I, for me even to say that, it sounds crazy for me to sit down and look at you and ask you, do you even know what suffering is? It's, it's relevant when you start talking about other people's suffering when you're looking at your own suffering that you have to deal with, right? But in your mission that God has given you, it requires you to do some type of suffering and some hard times. Now, you guys know we're having some hard times right now, right? Saints, we are all on a mission from God. Maybe, maybe I'll say that again. We are on a mission from God. Yeah, I'm, I'm being random right here. There's a picture that I showed you, but it, it'll be on the screen. We are on a mission from God. 
I may have had a stroke, and I'm still and I'm still stuttering. I don't really get all my words together, but I'll never, ever, ever not be random. I just gotta let you guys know that. Jake and Elwood were serious and they were focused on their, what their mission was. And some of you guys are looking at me like, well, wait, 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 are, are they the men in black? No, don't get them mixed up with the men in black. This is Jake and Elwood Blues. They were on a mission from God. And see, sometimes we got to understand that if, when you, if you ever watch that movie, you see that they, they were always just looking at somebody like, look, I'm on a mission from God. And nothing's going to stop me from getting to my mission. Their mission, unfortunately, was getting the band back together. But the mission that we have is getting the church back together. We all have a part to play. They know they had a mission. But sometimes, saints, just maybe sometimes, we get caught up with our roles and our hard times and our sufferings that we get tied up with life. And if we get so tied up with life, how can we please the one who has given us a place in the family of God? God has given us all a mission. Turn to 2 Timothy chapter 2, 3 through 4. And it reads this. You therefore, well, let's start with three. You therefore must endure hardship as a good soldier of Christ. No one, no one engages in warfare, entangles himself with the affairs of this life that he may please him who entangled, I mean, who enlisted him as a soldier. Amen. Endure suffering along with me, is what Paul said. As a good soldier of Christ. Soldiers don't get tied up in affairs of a... Are you guys hearing me? Soldiers don't get tied up in the affairs of civilian life. For they cannot please the officer who, who enlisted them. Apostle Paul was telling or trying to tell Timothy, there's going to be some hard times in life, but don't get distracted. Don't get so caught up with the distractions that you forget your mission. Your mission, again, if you choose to receive these orders, is to make sure that we get the church back together. Have you guys ever, just a question, have you ever been distracted? If you stop, if you even stop in January 1st, 2020, you would see what all kind of distractions had started on the 1st of January. 2020 by itself has been a distraction for everybody. The COVID-19, Rona. 
the riots. Hate is at an all-time high. Yeah. And now we don't even have to talk about the elections. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, saints, I am here to tell you today something's very, very important. Listen, if you hear anything that I need to tell you today, don't get distracted. I know you're busy, the journey has been long, and you're tired. Lack of sleep has robbed you of rest, but don't get distracted. Trials and tribulation press on every side. Don't get distracted. Sickness, pain, and hurt leave you in a trail of tears. You're still not over your last wound, and you're about to get hurt again. Don't get distracted. You may feel like a failure and feel no, see, no one sees your deeds. The trophy case is empty and the letters of recognition are few, but don't get distracted. The money isn't there. You're broke as a joke. Debt grows. Pressure builds. Don't get distracted. You can't remember the last time there was a word of encouragement and the medicine of laughter has been stolen from your heart. Don't get distracted. Homeschooling wasn't what you thought and not even the school district doesn't know what they're doing. Don't get distracted. Don't lose your focus. Don't get tied up in the affairs of civilian life. <laughs> we are all worried. We are all focused. We are all distracted on what did the president say? What did Donald Trump put his foot in his mouth and say? We're distracted about what Joe Biden forgot. We're worried about what's going on in Portland, Kenosha, LA, DC, Atlanta, Seattle, and Sacramento. We're all distracted about bills being passed. And who to vote for and who's gonna and who's not gonna vote for this and all that. We're getting distracted. Friends, don't get distracted and lose your focus. Saints, we have been so distracted by the cares of this world and the troubles of life that we have forgot about our assignment here on earth. We have been bombarded by stuff. I can tell you right now. By the time you woke up this morning and looked at social media and the news, you have been bombarded by misinformation. You've been bombarded by half-truths. You've been bombarded by lies. And we've gotten so focused on the things that we uh, see that we are forgetting about the unseen things that God is showing us by his spirit. We are getting distracted. Distractions to the left. Distractions to the right. We're trying to go straight forward. The path that God has got us on is not a path of distractions. You will have distractions in life. But we need to keep our eye upon the target. You guys hear what I'm telling you? My focus is Jesus Christ. He is the one that I need to look at. When we start looking everything to the right and to the left, we will start uh, losing ourselves 
getting out of our lane, and then before we know it, we're taking a detour, taking an exit, and doing something else. We were on our way to the grocery store, and we ended up somewhere in, in Sacramento to go buy hot dogs. We, met, we missed our target. Let me, let me, let me put this in. One morning, a, a farmer told his wife that he was going out to pluck some ripe fruit from his field. He got off very early, a very early start, so he could warm up his truck. Sound like you guys getting ready to go to work? So he wanted to warm up his truck. He needed more gas in his truck, so he went to the store to get it. On his way to the store, he noticed the pigs weren't fed. So he proceeded to the uh, corn crib where he found some sacks of feed. Besides the sacks of feed were potatoes, and they were sprouting. Then when he started for the potato pit, he passed the wood pile and remembered that his wife wanted wood in the house. As he picked up a few sticks and uh, an ailing chicken walked by and passed by the farmer. So he dropped the wood and he picked up the chicken. When noon arrived, the frustrated farmer had not even gotten to, to the truck yet, let alone to the field. Now it was too hot to do any work. He never finished what he started. Have any of you ever been like that farmer? I'm laughing about it today because when I'm preparing for my message, I, people were telling me stuff. And, you know, just because, you know, I'm preparing for a message, I'm talking, people tell me about, yeah, man, I was on my way to go do anything, but I made a detour. We are so used to doing detours that we start adding detours into our life's mission, and we end up not ever fulfilling the mission or either forgetting about the mission. It's like, okay, my mission is down the road, but I've gotten so many detours, then I now you start thinking that now your mission is the detour. Your job is to get the detour, the detour, the detour, and then once you're done, in life, you'll never make the mission that God has for you if you keep, make, keep getting distractions and going for detours. Have you really ever seen that you got so distracted that you never accomplished anything. We got distracted. We got so distracted that we've lost, watch this, our focus. Sometimes we get so distracted and lose our focus, we are in a virtual state of blindness. Let's, let's think about that for a second. You know, it, there's, there's one thing that when you look at a camera, my son has a camera, and he looks at it, and as he begins to to move his, his lens, whatever he's looking at, he wants to focus on. But if whatever he's looking at, he starts moving, he, the, his object that he's looking at, sometimes the object that he's looking at, he may lose focus on what he's looking at, and he'll try to focus on something else. But what he's really looking at is the, the center of the picture. But what happens with us sometimes is we lose focus and we don't see the actual picture that we want, and we see things that we are looking afar off that we never had business looking at. I have glasses to help me 
focus, but sometimes I can't see because whatever I'm looking at, because I'm over 50, I can't read. And if I can't see and I, things are, are not focused, then all of, it, all of a sudden I'm blind. You know, you literally are legally blind, but you could still see. But you just don't have the right focus. You just need something to help you get refocused. You guys catching what I'm saying? You, 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 you've gotten so spiritually blinded because you're taking detours to the left and to the right, and you're losing your sight of the vision that God has given you. You guys hear me? God has given you a vision. He's given you a mission. And because your mission is in front of you, you're too busy of looking at straight ahead. You start taking detours. You lost your focus on what God has given you. And now as you start moving to the left, you lose the focus of the mission. And now you're blind and you're spiritually, you, you spiritually can't see. And now you're completely distracted. We need to get back to our focus, Christ Jesus. Our focus is Jesus Christ, the author and finisher of our faith. Philippians 2 and 6 and 7 says, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself to be no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeliness of men. Jesus Christ. Jesus is the central focus of the gospel, and he should be the central focus of our lives. Can you guys understand that? The problem is we have lost our focus. Someone once said the main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. Our problem is, do we really understand what the main thing is? Do you understand what the main thing is? What is the main thing? If I'm sitting down asking Christians about what's going on in the world, and they know more about what's going on in the world than what's going on in the church, then they have lost the main thing. We got Christians, and I'm talking about Bible-believing, baptized-believing Christians that have lost the Word of God, which is Jesus Christ. We have taken this out of the central focus of our lives. We'll use this to argue. We'll use this to make a point, but... The word that they're using isn't from here. The word that they're using is coming from up here. And we've lost our focus. Why? Because we haven't made the main thing the main thing. Not only do do non-Christians fail to discover the main thing, but also Christians fail to keep the main thing the main thing. We talk about how Christ should be central, but we live as if he's not the central focus of our lives. In fact, many times we do not live in any way that is noticeably different than those who us um, don't know the Lord. If I 
think said that, right? A lot of us. I'm talking about distractions here. We get so many distractions on the news and on social media. What do we do, you guys? What do we do? We have, we have a point or we have a statement that we need to say, and it's not even dealing with the main thing. Why can't we tell each other, everybody, look, oh, hey, about what Joe Biden said or what Nancy Pelosi did or, or what Donald Trump do or what Vice President Pence say. We, we are looking at, at what everybody else is saying, but why aren't we giving people the word? Why aren't we telling people about Jesus? You know why? Because we're so, uh, we've lost so much focus that we cannot see the mission that God has given us. But if Christ is really central in our lives, it's, he should really reflect that reality. Because God has reached out to us, revealed his power to save us and shown us the focus of his purpose uh, for us through Christ. We must respond in faith by looking to him as central, the central focus of our lives. Listen, true Christianity without Christ is not Christianity at all. It makes our lives powerless and without the direction. Without direction, we get distracted. When we get distracted, we lose our focus. When we lose uh, our focus, you fix your eyes on things that don't even matter to your mission. Yeah. Now, I'm about to start talking army stuff here, but don't forget, we're on a mission from God. We're on a mission from God. There's so many things that don't matter to our mission. When I go out on patrol, I'm, I'm not taking my cell phone. I'm not taking uh, 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 everything with me, uh, comforts of what I wanted to bring with me. I'm leaving only the things that I need on me. I, I believe the scripture says, don't uh, think about what you ought to wear or what you need to eat. That God is the one that's going to give you the things that you need. But you know what we do? We take extras along with us. Just in case for the trip, we want to take a detour. We're on a mission. When we as people begin to lose our focus, we will begin to lose our way. There is a reason the scripture reminds us in Psalms 119.105, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my pathway. There are two things we need to observe about this scripture. A lamp for the, for the pathway and a light for my feet. You guys get this. I need light to see the pathway. The pathway may be windy, winding and going all different ways, but the light allows me to see what direction I'm going in. You guys ever walk in a trail and the light's really high, but you can't really see what's down lower. You could look to see the direction of the light, but the light is just being, allowing you to see which way you need to go. That's the light. But then I need light for my feet so that I can see where I'm stepping. Have you ever in your life stepped on a Lego while you were walking down the stairs. Come on, somebody. 
you still got a Lego scar on your foot. You had to pick the Lego up out your foot. You guys know what I'm talking about. You had light for your path, but not light for your feet. Do you understand? You need light. You don't, you don't just need light to show you the direction, but you need a light to see where you're stepping. I need light to give me direction, and I need light to see where I'm stepping. Because God said that God has ordered the steps of a righteous man, and because he's ordered those steps, he's going to make sure that the light is going to be there for every time you make a step. We need the light for our pathway and our feet so we don't stumble. But somewhere in life, we have taken our eyes off of our assignment and got distracted and lost focus. Once again, 2 Timothy 2, 3 through 4 says, Endure suffering along with me as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. Soldiers don't get tied up in affairs of civilian life for they cannot please the officers who enlisted them. You have to endure suffering. And, and, and when we endure suffering, we have to do it together. You guys hear me? But we have to be a good soldier. The part I really love is when it says, we got to be mindful not to get tied up. Somebody say tied up. Don't get a tied up in civilian life. You can even, even, even Tony will tell you, Tony spent over 24 years of his life in the military. But when he was in the military, he did military things. He was on deployments. He went to TDYs. He had to do so many things. But he kept his mind focused on his mission. Yes, things were happening in the civilian life outside of his military career, but he didn't get tied up in the mission that was given to him. Because what ends up happening as, as soldiers is if we get so tied up in civilian affairs that we may lose our lives being tied up in what's going on outside the mission. There's an illustration I want to give you that Kai and I, because we just find movies on Netflix. That's what you do nowadays, right? Find a movie. Just see if it's good. If it's not. So we, we watched this movie, my wife and I, and I looked at it, and it looked, it looked cheesy, but we started watching it, and there was a, these, there were these Marines. Now, in my mind, most of the Marines I've ever come across, every, every Marine's a Marine. They're charging hard, shooting, all kinds of stuff. But these Marines that started off, they were out in Iraq. They were supply Marines. Some of you guys are like, so what? But these guys never went and really did anything. They were just the guys that drove the trucks and took supplies somewhere. They weren't doing firefights. They weren't doing anything. So one day, they were given a mission. And their mission was, was, was a, a deep mission. Like, all right there, Marine, if you choose to do this mission, this mission you're going to go out there seven clicks. You're going to go out and 
give a whole bunch of MREs to the villagers that need some food. All right, all right. So they take off. And as they're going, these Marines, they're just having a good time. All of a sudden, the IED hits. Boom. Blows up one of the Humvees. Then all of a sudden, they get in a firefight. But then in the middle of the firefight, here comes this guy who's a Navy SEAL, comes in with a couple other Navy SEALs. So they go and have a, a firefight, shoot, kill the uh, insurgents, and now the Navy SEAL looks and says, hey, I know you got a mission down on the road, but the mission that I have has precedence over your mission. So you're going to have to leave your mission and go on a greater mission to come with us. And at that point, these guys are looking at him like, what are you going to do with us? We're just supply Marines. No, you are now Marines. You are now Marines. This, I'm, I'm trying to get to, you know, a lot of us say, no, we are Christians. No, I'm looking at you and saying, you're not just a Christian, you're a soldier. There's a difference. Yeah, there's, there's so many people nowadays that are Christians and they supply Christians, but no, now I am a soldier. And as we look and we watch this movie, these guys came in, and it's such a great movie, I don't want to give it away, but these guys gave up their life for their mission. Even to the point that only two people at the end are standing there, watch this, they're standing there, their buddies died, their good friends died, the seals died, all of them died, but guess what? They said to themselves, I will finish the mission. Whether I live or I die, it doesn't matter. And that's what God is telling us. If he were, was going out, and as you watch the movie, these guys are talking about what was going on back home. You're listening to me. Soldiers don't get tied up in civilian affairs. I could talk to my wife after I'm done with the mission. You guys in the catch yet. See, some of you guys right now, yeah, you, you're out on mission, and, and you, God's got you going somewhere directly, but you know, you might want to take that time out, and while you're downrange, try to pick up the sat phone and call your wife just to say one more goodbye, not knowing that you're right in the uh, target, the, the crosshairs of the enemy, because you got tied up in civilian affairs. So as we began to see in, in this movie that us as Christians, we have to understand that first, we are not supply Christians, we are soldiers, and we have to endure hardship. And some of us may also lose our lives, but at the end of the day, that we should be able to please him who has brought us into the family of God. The one that has enlisted us into the military is Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, as I bring this to a close, soldiers don't get tied up in affairs of civilians. When a soldier is on mission, they aren't concerned about what is going on at home. They're not concerned about what's for dinner, who's running for president, who's rioting, 
what CNN or Fox is saying. We're not concerned about who unfriended them on Facebook or on Instagram. Soldiers don't get tied up in the affairs of civilian life. Look what Colossians 3 and 2 says. Set your minds on things that are above and not on things on the earth. Do we need an altar call at that point? Set your minds on things that are above and not things that are on the earth. Yeah, there's things going on here. And there's always going to be things going on here. There's going to be lying and all kinds of craziness and murders and rapes and all kinds of atrocities. But we have to be spiritually minded, keeping our minds towards the hills which cometh our help. We need to be spiritually minded. Not so much on this earth, but on what Christ is telling us, the commander-in-chief. Saints, where in the Bible does God tell us to set down the gospel for something else? People don't want to say, no. You show me where the Bible tells you to set the gospel down for something else. We've been so distracted that we've forgotten about our own prayer life. We've been so distracted that we've forgotten about reading our word. We've been so distracted that we've forgotten about our quiet time with God. Good soldiers don't allow the distractions of civilian affairs to to interfere with their mission. Remember, we're on a mission from God. Sometimes we have to reassemble, regroup, and refocus to stay on task to complete the mission and please the one that enlisted us into the army of the Lord. We have to endure this hardship. We have to remember that we are all soldiers, not just Christians, because at the end of the day, we have to make sure that we're pleasing God. And what what doesn't please God is us taking is, is, is being distracted. God wants you to do things by faith because it's impossible to not please him without faith. Don't get so caught up in civilian affairs. And I want to leave John 16:33 with you. These things I have spoken to you that in me you may have peace. In the world, you will have tribulation. You'll have distractions. But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. He said, I am your focus. Don't take your eyes off of me. Don't take your eyes off the author and finisher of our faith. Sometimes we have to remember that, you know, as we look at our mission, that we forget exactly who brought us into the army. Not only that, saints, there's sometimes as we look at the mission, we need to see who is the mission. It's the people for the glory that was set before him, endured hardship. That sometimes as the mission gets hard, we need to look up 
and see Christ on the cross. That God himself is telling us, listen, this is the time for the church to arise. This is the time for us not to be distracted. This is the time to take upon the mission to get the church to back together, to be unified so that we can show the world the love of God. We do not need to be fighting with all the other denominations. During this time, we need to be showing the love of Christ, letting the main thing be the main thing, to be uh, focused on what God is calling us to do and not be distracted of the civilian affairs of this world. Have you guys gotten something out of this today? Amen. Listen, for everybody at home, I just want to share with you that we have all been distracted with the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches. And that we need to start realigning our focus towards the one that has given us life and life eternally. Jesus Christ is calling us today, listen very carefully, to repent. It's like, God, I've, 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 got, I've gotten off the, free lane, the, the freeway. I've went the wrong way and I'm lost. You, you guys hear me with that? Have you ever went into the city and took the wrong exit? That's where we're at now. We need to go, God, we are lost. Forgive us. Set us back on the path that you have called us to be on, to go right back to going right to forward to the mission that he has called us to. So you guys pray with me. Heavenly Father, I thank you right now. I thank you, first of all, for your love and your grace. I thank you, Lord, that it is your grace that is allowing us to be partakers of your goodness. And God, we repent of all these distractions in our lives. Lord, we repent for not making the main thing the main thing. God, we thank you that you have sh shed out your love towards us, Lord, enough so that as we repent, that you are putting us back on righteous, solid ground. And I thank you for the direction that you are giving us. I thank you, Lord, that you are speaking to us in our hearts and our minds. Lord, I thank you that we will refocus towards um, uh, 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 the, the, the mission that you have given us. And God, I just thank you right now that even those that are, have not given their lives to Christ, that you've even been saying, you know what, this whole time, I've just been a Christian, not a, a soldier for Christ. If that's you today, just ask the Lord to, into your heart. And if you believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth, Jesus is the, the Lord, you'll receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. So God, we thank you right now. Be our Lord and our Savior. Lord, we thank you that you will put believing Christians around us. Lord, help us every day that we will see your goodness in the land of the living. 
God, I thank you that as we dream dreams, we will see dreams of you, the dreams of goodness. God, I thank you right now, Lord, that you are giving us words of wisdom and knowledge. And I thank you for all that. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 That's all the time we have for this episode of the Annex Podcast. But we encourage you to get connected with us by downloading and using our TBCF app today. Or you can visit our website at tbcf.life. That's tbcf.life. Until next time, thanks for stopping by to the Annex Podcast.